Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek, Trent, and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. So grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. This is your host, Derek Hoskins, and tonight we are going to talk about episode three of The Book of Boba Fett. With me, as always, my good friend and yours, Mr. Ian Torrance is here. Ian, how you doing, man? Ah, oh, sorry, wrong podcast. Sorry. <laughs> save that for <laughs> save that for the next one. Sorry, guys. Uh, not too bad about yourself, Derek. I'm doing better now that we're on here to talk, because also, joining us again, we missed him so, Mr. Trent Persinger. Hey Trent, how you doing, buddy? Hi guys, it's good to be back. It is. It is really good to have you back. Uh, we are going to jump straight into the Book of <laughs> Boba Fett. We are going to talk uh, spoilers. So if you have not seen the episode, please go and check it out. And was there uh, much to back. spoil? I think so. Maybe. I guess so. There, yeah. there are some things to spoil. But anyway, like I said, we're going to go straight into it. No news or anything this week. And I'm going to start off with a question for the group. <laughs> Can someone tell me once again, and I can't believe I'm asking this again. There's only been three episodes. Where were the pig guards? Twice in three episodes. No, one of them got knocked out. They had to put him in the pocket tank. Yeah. They're okay. All right. They have names. They're Gamorians. They're Gamorians that pledge their loyalty. And (laughs) is that really one of their names? I hope so. Frank. All right. So look, I know for anybody that doesn't know Black Chrysanthemum from the comic books, he's a a terrifying bounty hunter. That's the the big black and gray Wookiee that looks amazing. He's a Wookiee. Wookiees aren't exactly known for stealth, even if he's a good bounty hunter. How did he not only get into Jabba's palace, well, Boba's palace now, get all the way up to Boba's personal quarters, get to him in the back to tank, get him out of the back to tank, beat on him for five minutes before anybody showed up, and then the weird cyborg like street youths had to come and rescue him, and the pig guards still didn't show up. Where were the pig guards? I just picture Kersantan when, like, dressing bib overall. I'm here to fix your plumbing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Come on in, buddy. Yeah, come on in. No problem. (laughs) So, you know, seriously, can someone explain to me where the pig guards? I think it's time to fire the pig guards. They're they're not doing anything to prevent you from getting attacked. And apparently Boba Fett needs help to prevent from getting attacked because he just is consistently getting beaten in this show. I didn't hate this episode. I didn't start out there. (laughs) There are a couple of things about this episode that really, really bothered me. And I don't like doing this about Star Wars. The only other time I've really done this is with (sighs) Bad Batch. And so I'm trying not to rant too much. But for the love of God, you made a whole scene about these Gamorreans pledging their life and trying to make them look so B.A., Twice now, they have just deserted their post. Why was one of them not standing guard outside his back to tank? Your master is completely vulnerable inside a tank of goo, and there's no one guarding that room at all? Nobody? You know, in in fairness, I've I've never seen a Gamorrean do anything cool. 
<laughs> so I mean, do they have That's that very true good of a reputation? I mean, they look imposing, but that yeah. doesn't mean anything. I mean, that's just kind of sad, even though you broke it down like that. They're like the Keystone Cops of the Star Wars universe. They just come bumbling <laughs> in at the last second. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want a, now I want I want the sound effect. <laughs> I want the sound effect with them. But anyway, uh, so my rant about the pig guards over. I know, and I know they're Gamorians. I'm well aware. But they don't deserve the title Gamorian. They're the pig guards until they actually do something to help the person that they pledge their life to. Trent, what'd you think of this episode? I know you have a list of, of things to go through. I made notes, yeah. And you know when I make notes that that means something. I, I don't know. Do I you have, mean business? I mean business. I mean, do you just want some quick thoughts? I don't know where, where, where I should begin with this. I mean, well, you know what? Do you want to hang out, wait on your notes and let's get Ian's quick thoughts on the, on the show itself. And then we sure. can go to you and then that we'll, would be, that'll that would work be fine, out. Yes. Ian, what do you, what'd you think of, of the episode, buddy? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Ian, wake Ian. up. Ian, wake up. Uh, mm, mm, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Is this episode You're sleeping still... like a Gamorrean there. Is this episode still on? I'm sorry. I, you know, and I guess it was a it was it was slightly above last week's for me, but at the same time, come on. Good God. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on. And, and I agree with you. Those those guards should be fired immediately. Um beat them to that rancor. No. The, the yeah the the very friendly rancor the <laughs> that's actually a canon thing because it, it that that's been brought up before so i don't i, I understand if hey that's if your best friend you. danny trejo's rancor that's oh, true danny oh, trejo's wait a minute. oh i was gonna say i wasn't talking about danny trejo. anyway go on go ahead go ahead I, I was just saying that that actually is at least that has shown up before but there was a lot of stuff in this episode that was ridiculous go ahead excuse me um I thought once again, Finnick, do something, anything. He do threw that little flippy something. blade from across the room. Oh, that's it. Why did no one step on his fingers? She had to throw that from across the room. Yeah, was... yeah I thought that. I kind of thought that too. I was like, was that necessary? <laughs> and like you said, Boba Fett. I, I think he's lost a step. He, I just feel like like his fighting hasn't been the best, other than taking down that that one sand creature. Uh, by the way, that the flashback of him like with the Tuscan Raiders are gonna be like, oh yeah, we're gonna protect it. We've got them outnumbered like two hundred to one. He goes back, gone. They're all gone. <laughs> I want his dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burned to the ground. <laughs> Go in the middle now. I want to piss on his head. <laughs> I want that son of a bitch dead. And they were. They were all just gone. Just like that. With the wind. <sighs> gone. And I'm just like, okay, well, that, I mean, I, I suffered through two whole episodes of them hyping these people up and then like going somewhere and be like, this land belongs to the Raiders. We're going to give it back. And I feel like, I feel like they were trying to like call back to like, I don't want to say like indigenous people, but like, you know, people of like, you know tribes and stuff like that the old days like how they were kind of like robbed and I, I thought they were kind of like using that as a metaphor you know what i mean like as mm -hmm. okay so we're gonna we're gonna make it seem like foreigners and and and, and yada 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 like we're, we're gonna we're gonna stop belittling and we're gonna start 
and they were like, oh, you know, we need to give the land back that was theirs. We come and we took from them and um, uh, we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And Oh, OK, that's great. Oh, by the way, they're dead. They're fucking dead. Gone. We hyped all this up for them to be burned. OK, I wasn't going to jump in. I wasn't going to jump in. But that you just summed up this episode. Like, we've hyped up all this stuff. Last week, what did we get hyped up on? We got these twins, the set of twins, and the intrigue that we're going to get of, oh, now Boba Fett's got to deal with the Huts. That's a big deal. We got Black Chrysanthemum coming in. He's a terrifying bounty hunter. If you've read anything from the books, I was amazing. I was so excited for it. And then what happens this episode? You get one fight from no. Black Chrysanthemum, which I'm sure we'll see him again. I Who don't doubt that. Who attacked the man in his sleep and yeah, still got his ass still, still couldn't beat him. <laughs> But we got that gone. The huts show up and be like, oh, by the way, yeah, we changed our mind. Somebody lied to us. And so we're just going to peace out back bad. to Nalhutta. And it's like, you're oh, like the most fearsome gangsters in the oh, universe. Really? And you're just going to peace out because the pikes? And by the way, you can keep the Wookiee. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I don't care about the Wookiee. Just sell him back to the gladiator. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, that. All right. The and then the yep. worst. I'm sorry. The no, worst go. car chase I'd ever seen. Uh, yeah, Why I was, was gonna he, get there. He was in like a fucking like a 1960s Cadillac with the steering wheel and everything, just cruising along. And he just oh I feel, yeah. I feel like we're I'm, going I'm down gonna, Trent's list for him. You <laughs> really are, but it's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit some of these. I'm sure, but I'm enjoying listening to you so, all talk I'm about. I'm so them sorry. I, I know I'm ranting at this point, but. He's like, oh, the mayor? Oh, yeah, uh, let me go uh, get him. And they immediately locks the door, and they go to walk back there, and Fennec's like, I'll get the door and just blast it open. The security guy's standing right there. He doesn't do shit. <laughs> he just stands there like... One other thing about that scene, too, that I thought was weird. So Boba Fett, Boba Fett, one of the most Boba. feared bounty hunters in the galaxy, walks in. Just on display, his giant rifle that he carries with him everywhere. The major domo doesn't give two shits until Finnick just casually grabs her little pistol. That's right. enough to scare him to run off and lock the doors. Not Boba Fett with this giant gun in his hand that he carries with him everywhere. He sees Finnick casually reach for her pistol in a threatening way. And he's like, let's get out of here. I want to bring something up with that. In here? <laughs> you know, I've here I've I've been seeing a lot online like TikTok is going Star Wars TikTok is going crazy right now <laughs> of like this big fight between people that say, you know, Boba Fett should be allowed to to grow and change because we don't really know about his character and other people that say, oh, well they're just changing Boba Fett to make him lame. I can see both sides of that. One, we never knew anything about Boba Fett and Two, they can change his character and and make him grow and make him an interesting character, which is what I think they're trying to do. But I think they're failing at it because instead of him seeing like seeming like what the trailers showed of this mob boss is trying to grow everything through respect, nobody respects him. Nobody respects Boba Fett. He kind of comes across as an idiot. Okay, and again, and again, and to touch base on that. Well, I feel like they're just coming across as a bumbling idiot and they're they're ruining his character. Do you remember how he got put in the Sarlacc pit? <laughs> like he did nothing in those movies either. Nothing. And I, I was, can understand they talked about what he did, but when he was on screen, yeah, he, didn't he didn't do nothing. anything. He came down in a bubble duck. <laughs> Sorry, I need to calm down. No, it's all right. I don't know. 
like and I understand the frustration because Grow up, bro. in season two of Mandalorian, Boba Fett was awesome. You know, he was he was scary. He was he, he was, was bad. He was he was serious. And in, in this show, and I don't know, like, look, I love Robert Rodriguez. He is one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. But I don't know what's happened to him where we can go from something like the El Mariachi trilogy, you know, once upon a time, Mexico, notwithstanding the action in those part of it, (laughs) the action in those movies are phenomenal. Even the action in the spy kids movies are good. Even though those are, you know, not great movies. They're fun action. There's fun action. The action in these, in these shows from in in episode one and another great movie. Yeah. In episode one and episode three, which are the two that Robert Rodriguez has directed, the action has been garbage. I don't, I actually really enjoyed last week's episode and I thought that it was better. I I love the fight scene where he took out the Nikto's, the, the uh, biker gang. That was really fun. It was reminiscent of Mandalorian, but the action in this show has been terrible. That was the slowest chase scene since Batman 89. They were going, we're going like a full miles 10 miles. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. All I'm these sorry. on these bikes. And I'm sorry. Like what, what is in these bikes? Like he's, he's riding his little scooter. You're talking about their and, most Vespas. Yes. Not only, <laughs> and not only that, but like he goes to sideswipe and they just drive up a wall and go right back onto the road. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, like, why would you even need a rope for those things? Can you just drive up buildings, roads? <laughs> Where we're going, we're we going, don't we're need roads. 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 Oh yeah, my god! Just like the whole the whole situation, the whole the car chase was terrible. And then don't say anything. Let me let me blurt this out. Do you remember what happens at the end of the car chase when they wreck the car and he's sitting there? Do you remember what happens? Boba Fett glides Dr- down. <laughs> Where were you the whole time? <laughs> you could fly the whole time, and now you just... Why couldn't you drop in the car the whole time he was driving? <laughs> what were you doing? He was only going 10 miles an hour. You could have caught him in the jetpack. <laughs> yeah, you could have flew around and headed him off at the beginning. He was driving in a straight line. That jetpack <laughs> That jetpack was faster than a crate Dragon in Mandalorian. <laughs> God. You tell me that car, that little land speeder? Was going faster then, than the Great Dragon, and then and then the fucking McDonald's kids are the ones that <laughs> wreck him off the road, and one, sorry, well, once like they wreck him, these these idiots, <laughs> and he just comes floating down, like all intimidating with his rifle again, and again I'm like, where's Finnick, <laughs> and why does that jetpack only work for floating? Like, could he not fly and head this guy off? Well, also, isn't Finnick like one of the best snipers in the galaxy? Like, isn't that her whole thing? You're gonna gonna tell me she couldn't have stood on that step and shot the before he even drove off before he even got far enough away. And uh, okay, I want to I want to let Trent get to his list because I've got so many more things to rant about. And again, there were moments in this episode that I really enjoyed, but the negative so far outweighed the positives in this episode. This is not. I'm all right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Boba Fett's whole like, I want to lead with respect, but not fear. Okay, that's fine. But and then when the guy walks in, he's like, but nobody respects you. He's like, oh, okay. And then later he comes and and then he stole that guy's stapler, and he was really upset. (laughs) Well, when the kids were all hanging out outside, and he comes up and he's talking to him, he's just like, oh, you know, saying this and that. They're like, well, he charges this for water. 
and uh, he just he doesn't seem like he gives a shit. And when the guy walks out, I was like, they owe me this, and he was like, they owe you this. Like, I'll give you five hundred credits. He's like, well, yeah, but they owe me thirteen hundred. Oh, for water? I'm like, well, why are you acting surprised now? They just told you that you didn't act like you gave a shit, and now all of a sudden you're baffled that he's charging that much for water. I'm wondering, and 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 they were talking about. I'm so sorry, but they no, were go talking ahead, about how all these guys like hanging out were made out of like robot parts that they were basically turning themselves into cyborgs. The only thing I saw was the one black guy that had the little like doodle thing over his eye. The one, one looked guy like he was in Star thing. Trek. One guy had a leg thing, and the 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 main girl had an arm. Like she looked like she had an elite battle angel arm. That's all I thought. Yeah, was. But it was very subtle. Yeah, it you, was. That the arm didn't do anything, right? Before before also, Trent gets there, real, real quick, real, I promise, I promise, I will Trent, stop I'm talking sorry. after this. Trent, no, I was so going to comment on the same thing you're talking about. Go ahead, though. There, there was a an idea online saying that Boba Fett should not be like a fear, feared bounty hunter; that he should actually be the Zap Brannigan of Star Wars, and that all these stories, Brannigan, <laughs> that all these stories have been told about him. I'm wondering if they're doing that. That's so funny. Like, is Boba Fett Zap Brannigan? Are we going to find out that he never did anything Ladies. cool and it was just because he had cool armor and everybody just talked up? They were remembering his dad and how cool his dad was. Ladies, please, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and spongy bruised. bruised. Anyway, if they so do I'm that. That would redeem the series for me. That would. would make everything. This one fitting to run up and be like, ee, ooh, ee. <laughs> Finnick. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Hands on his hands. Oh man! Please, please, Trent, you haven't gotten to speak at all. Please go. Well, okay. I feel like I'm just gonna. Okay, just gonna, just gonna power through. Just power power through. through. We'll try and not talk over you. No, you can jump in with stuff. I'm probably going to repeat a lot of things you guys have said already, and just bring more attention to them. But and and I apologize for that. Well, I feel like so I'm going to agree with Derek a little bit that I actually didn't hate the episode either, despite what we're acting like and what what's about to happen. (laughs) Well. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to preface preface my list with some, I actually did write down some good things because I, I knew there was going to be more negative things and good things. So I was like, I'm going to start with the, with the things I'm liking so far and what's working. So that way people don't just think I totally hate this show so far because I don't. And so some of the stuff that, I, that I'm liking and that I'm enjoying so far, I agree with Derek. I like Robert Rodriguez a lot. I like the whole western motif they're going with here how this is basically a star wars western i think that's cool i think tamora morrison's doing a good job overall i like fennec i think she's a cool character even though she has nothing to do the overall aesthetic it looks and feels very star wars we talked about that i think when we were talking about episode one Mm -hmm. and that's probably because we're so familiar with like tatooine because everything has to happen on tatooine for some reason but like just the right. you know the locales, the alien species, it all just they really nail that part of it, and it is very well made, very well crafted from a standpoint of like it's beautifully shot. I feel like they have great attention to detail with it when it comes to like the aliens and the costumes and the Easter eggs. And so I give tons and tons of credit to to Favreau and Filoni because it reminds me both this and Mandalorian both of just like when you're a kid and you're playing with your star Wars action figures, or maybe not a kid, maybe an adult who's to say, but cause I feel like that's what they basically are. They're just playing with star Wars action figures in a big sandbox. And I think that's, I think they do a great job at it because they love and respect the source material. And so I enjoy watching these shows just from that standpoint, because I just love seeing 
who and what shows up from week to week. I'm sure Derek's probably with me on that too. So I am, in, I'm still Absolutely. enjoying this show from that standpoint. It's still very fun. That's where most of the funness, I know that's not a word, but that's where most of it comes from for me. I said I wasn't going to interrupt, but I agree with you. You are right. I, I, I No, go ahead. All, all, all of the things that you said, because I've only done negative as well. My, I was going to say my, my biggest positive was seeing the Pikes and, I, and seeing them again, because I love those characters from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Everything that you mentioned, I agree 100%. Please continue. Well, and just fleshing out the world and immersing us in the world a little better, which the movies don't always have time to to do sometimes so i think the shows really excel at that too so yeah all that stuff all that stuff but having said all that there's just something about the sum of all these parts that is not clicking for me personally at least when it comes to this show Mm -hmm. there's just something just kind of dull about it i don't know i can't quite put my finger on it yet i really kind of wish i had been with you guys last week because i actually agree with Derek. i really enjoyed episode two a lot I thought the pacing was much better. The action was better, the direction. um, And it kind of pulled me back in after a very lackluster episode one. And then this episode comes and pulls me back out again, I feel like. (laughs) So the list I've made here, and I tried to keep it as chronologically as possible to the episode. And again, I'm going to repeat some things and I want you guys to jump in with whatever pops in your head too. So I'm just going to go for it here. First and foremost... Nothing is happening in this story. Nothing. Not With three a episodes in. Thing. Three episodes in out of seven. So almost basically halfway, close to halfway. Nothing is happening. And on the surface, I feel like the story should be like a slam dunk. It's clearly like a Star Wars version of a gang war. That sounds awesome to me who loves gang movies and mob movies and stuff like that. You take that over into Star Wars with a little Western flavor onto it. It should be awesome, but it's just, it's spinning its wheels really badly right now. Mm-hmm. And I know I just went on gushing about John Favreau. I think he's great. I think he's been one of the best things that ever happened to star Wars, but I really do question his storytelling. Sometimes it's the pacing is bad. First of all, mm-hmm. he needs to know sometimes that, it, that you can show and not tell all, this episode was heavy on the exposition dialogue. And just weighed it down for me personally. Um, let's see. So that's the main thing, first and foremost. Now, the nitpicks about the this specific episode itself. Um, let me see here. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so the story's going nowhere. The pacing's bad. It's also convoluted. I don't know if I'm just dumb, but I feel like the plot's a little too confusing for its own good right now. Like, first of all, First of all, we've known that the mayor is a dick since like the first 10 minutes of the very first episode. Why is this still a shocking reveal when we keep learning that the mayor is behind all this crap? Well, not surprising he says whatsoever. He's not, Derek. Or Trent. He <laughs> says he's not. Well, and but like, so, okay. And again, maybe I'm dumb and not following this, but like, so you've got the Nightwing assassins who first attack in episode one. And so who are they working for? Oh, well, they were sent by the mayor. So Boba goes up to the mayor's office for the first of 20 times. And then we find out, no, it's not me. It's that casino girl. Let's go see the casino. No, it's the twins. They've come to reclaim their territory. The twins sent them. Then the twins show up and they have their own assassin, Black Kersan, who's supposed to be one of the best in the galaxy. But then all of a sudden, no, it's the mayor dicking the twins over too. And it's really the Pikes. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, can we not be a little more straightforward with this? 
Yeah, it's like they're trying to like, make this a big mystery, and I don't think it needs that. You can have intrigue no. without at this a, point, a nobody cares. At yeah, because it's, it's a just mystery like, I don't care about. It's like just just either make it the mayor or make it the pikes or make it the twins. I was excited for the twins. Keep the I feel pikes like this whole in the show. Past. What? This whole show has been Boba going from point A to B to C, just figuring out, are you trying to kill me? No, it was him. Just walk over here. Are you trying to kill me? No, it was well, that guy. And it would just make walk more over sense here. if it was the twins, because you would think like, like with J- Jabba the Hutt being dead, that they would want to kind of take revenge on Boba Fett for taking the throne, which they you would think that they would want to keep yeah even though they weren't directly related but still like they're your huts you know there's not a lot of them out there so right it's like okay well you're not just going to come in and destroy our legacy so we're going to kill you and take you out of the picture and then the oh, fact it's, it's and actually then as the soon as and then as soon as they find out that oh somebody was lying to us we're not going to be used as a pawn blah 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 we're blah, just going to leave we're just going to leave tatooine doesn't matter then why were we're you trying leave. to why were you taking over in the first deal? place yeah yeah and and again I, I i'm kind of a trend everything does kind of happen on tatooine and and also like i found it like we, weird that that it was a planet that used to be like severely covered in water and now it's all sand so whatever okay that was a, that's actually that. a fun for for anybody that's wondering about that that's a, a really fun story from legends that they're bringing back into canon uh, that actually has to do with the, um, oh my gosh, like the, I cannot remember their names now, but they were the little alien species that made like all the, the, the waypoints and everything in, in, um, Star Wars, the old, or Knights of the Old Republic. They were the, the Sith like slaves, uh, um, or I, I can't remember their names, like Rakatan or something like that. Uh, but it, it's a fun story from Legends. If you want to go and Google it, and check that, it out. And that's and that's cool. And that's it, it doesn't it, matter it, to this like show. It, 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 yeah, it serves no purpose. And again, and Trent, I know you weren't here last week. Did you actually? Did you listen to the whole episode? I did because I'm a fan. I appreciate that. Um, I complained last week about there being absolutely positively no character development, and that continued this week. They did. They're not developing anything. They don't. They don't care. And again, their their character development is showing you what happened to Boba Fett in the past. And it's just like, okay, how is this relevant to what's going on now? Oh, well, it shaped the man. Did it? Like, why all of a sudden did he want to help the Tuscan Raiders? Like, you don't really explain, like, like, like go back further than that. Go back further than that. <coughs> like, tell me why. Tell me why. he. So, you know, there's just nothing. There's nothing about Finnick. And Finnick. Finnick, I will complain again about Finnick. Finnick was phenomenal in Mandalorian, and even like in the few episodes she was in in uh, the Bad Batch, mm-hmm. like she served purpose and she was like a badass warrior. She's done nothing, and she also like hey once I again like on my list she once disappears again, too. She threw that dagger. Never forget <laughs> right. that dagger. True. Where was true. she though? Where was she? Where were the pig guards, Ian? Why would your buddy be in the shower with you? So nobody's around. This man is taking a fucking bubble bath so he can rejuvenate from what? Well, I don't know, but apparently like he has arthritis and has to be put in this tank every night. 
And it's like, okay, so you think like, oh, I'm gonna go lay in the, I'm gonna go lay in the hot tub for a while and simmer my bones back down. Does anybody want to stand and watch? Oh, actually, we're all gonna leave at the same time. Well, shouldn't somebody stand guard? Oh, we got like a bell on the door. It should be fine. How's it gonna do us any good? How is that gonna do us any good? They've done nothing with Finnick. Finnick hasn't done a damn thing. The the guards are shit for brains they're useless they serve no purpose as well their one job is to guard they can't even guard (laughs) so so you segued no you've segued right into the the part of the episode where my notes pick up so that was that was good because i'm basically gonna take the baton from you and keep going if that's okay because yeah i i do agree with you guys from earlier the twins and Blacker Santon from last week was awesome. I thought they were one of the most intriguing parts of the show so far, and I was really hyped when they showed up. But now I'm just like, they're just dipping out after one episode? Mm-hmm. For what reason? War is bad for business. We have no problem assassinating Boba Fett <laughs> and starting a war and with since when are the yeah, when oh, are the huts afraid of the pikes? Like, well, when are they, yeah, or afraid of anybody, which also, before we get into that, I have to we've talked about it a little bit before, but I have to get into this, this black croissant fight scene. So <laughs> what fight? I'm scene? sorry when, not to cut you off. When he, quick, Trent, this is going to be real fast. I promise. This is a pet. This is a pet <laughs> peeve of mine. Absolutely. No fucking way is any of this real. Cause it's star Wars, but those two huts, it's not that many people could not carry, carry those two. <laughs> I was ahead, the same thing. They need more people. Go ahead, Trent. So, when he and showed thing. up, no, uh, and another. So when he showed up and ripped Boba out of that back tank, that was actually a cool. I genuinely was like, "Oh shit!" Because I was not expecting that. And I was like, "It's about to go down." It did not go down. The ensuing fight slash botched assassination attempt. It went was down. Such a letdown. The fights are so bad in the show. Why are the Why is the fight choreography he, such garbage in the show? First of and all, all the Wookiee did was scream. First of all, he should have instantly snapped his neck when he grabbed him. If we're being quasi-realistic when it comes to Wookiees and <laughs> reality, but he should have either snapped his neck or at the very least, when he was tossing him around the room, there should have been a ripped limb. Boba didn't even have a goddamn drop of blood on his face later or a bruise. He literally got tossed around this room. Do you think? It would and be also, how is Boba that, surviving? That he's- being thrown around like that? How's he surviving a bear hug from a Wookiee? And what was going on hear, with his toe? Did you see his, his toe? Bones, <laughs> I saw the toe. His bones cracked and his little toe just like... His old man toe. Yeah, just well, Black Kersantan is one of the biggest, baddest Wookiees in the galaxy, supposedly. He's a fucking gladiator. So you would, you would, and he gets would, taken down by the hot-rodding teenagers from Dimension X. Like, what you the would, fuck? <laughs> so you would refer to him as a veteran? Cool, daddy-o. <laughs> Like, what the hell? This is Black Kersantan. I know so he's only been in comics, but like, come on, come on. So you think that Black Kersantan, he's a he's a veteran. He's no he's no Wookiee. He's no <laughs> Oh BK. And yeah, then man. I, yeah. And then yeah. It's and then the hut. Sorry. Sorry, but go, 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 the go. Huts show up We've the very next day. The huts show up the very next day, and they're like, We're sorry. Sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> Have a rancor. Here's a fucking rancor for no reason well, yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, we just yeah, tried to kill you, but take this giant monstrous you creature. You got the rancor and the Wookiee. Quick aside, why, by the way. Why would you give I will forgive things? every single 
negative I've had about this show. If the end of this show, I see Boba Fett riding a Rancor through the oh, streets of Tatooine. Too... I will forgive everything. That was too obvious of a foreshadow. It's going to happen. Continue. That was too. Also, that was too obvious. What's the name of the creature he was riding in the desert? Bantha. Um, shoot oh, that a Bantha. thing, a Bantha. Because that's going to take you six fucking years to get from point A to point B. It slows like that a thing moves. Yet he was he still moving so faster slow. than those speeder bikes. Surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, sorry. But the the <laughs> the no, huts just leave. The huts just leave, and well, they, they say were, you they can were keep get taken down as well by the kids from recess. <laughs> <laughs> they give him black or sand. We don't want him. We don't want him anymore. He can't fucking kill you in your sleep. He's worthless to us. You can keep him. <laughs> so naturally, <laughs> na- <laughs> so naturally, Boba recruits him right to be a part of his growing crime family. Nope, nope. You can leave. No hard feelings. I'm going to stick with the funky bunch over here. You just be on your merry way. <laughs> just take, just <laughs> take your seven foot five black covered like fur. It's into all business. The desert. <laughs> into the run off well, into the well, desert. Now, wait a minute. No water. Wait a minute, Bubba. Do, do you think we should keep the Wookiee? Well, why? We've got the kids from Hostel here. We'll be fine. <laughs> we got the cast of Quadrophenia here. <laughs> okay, first why off, would we, why would as we stated need, before, why would those we kids were from we... Elite Battle Angel. <laughs> why, why would we need a Wookiee when, we, when we've got the kids from the Goonies? <laughs> <laughs> they never say die. They never say die. <laughs> look, look, the Mod Squad is great, but let's, let's try and think about the Wookiees. We could go on all day with this. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, I know. It's Jesus fun to Christ. rant. I really am so, enjoying the show. So yeah, and like, and, 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 but Boba Fett. But it's so like, goofy. This episode talk, was so them goofy. talking all that shit to Boba Fett. And Boba Fett being like, "I like, I like that you got balls." What? <laughs> okay, so you're just gonna let the fucking Teen Titans talk to you however they want? <laughs> <laughs> you work for <sighs> me now. Doing what? What is your occupation? How are you going to pay me? <laughs> In food. He's got a lot of food. Do they I, need the money? They have all these too. cybernetic parts and all these fancy bikes. I feel like yeah, they're not as bad they off as they say. So, so the food, he's just like, oh, we don't need more food. And then they show the table. I'm like, good God. No, you fucking don't. You don't need any more food. There's two of you at the table. Where that you poor that astro stuff? droid just slaving over the stove all morning. And he's like, I can't eat this. And then he sends a server droid to go and help with the lookout. Like, go go help with the lookout. Like, no wonder your organization is crumbling around your feet. Bubba, you're a moron. Go back to bounty hunting, which you weren't that good well, at in the first place. See Return of the Jedi's flailing, burping in, in the Sarlacc pit. And the noise he made when he went to the Sarlacc pit. If he had half as much enthusiasm of running his crime syndicate as he does of riding that fucking rancor, I think he'd be a, he would be much more respected. I want to ride also, it. You're going to teach me today how to ride this thing. I You're not help, leaving until I, I ride help, that motherfucker. I couldn't help but notice how much he takes off his mask now compared to like the first the first two movies yeah. he was in. Well, it's because in the first space, two movies, it was Jeremy Bullock, and he had a big, giant mustache and glasses. He looked like me without the or, beard. Or like when he's like, yeah, I used to live on a on a place surrounded by water. Thanks for sharing. Get the fuck out. Why, like, why, why are you telling us that? Thank you, Captain Rando. 
You should tell that at parties. Sit down. And, hey, look. Well, I have this stick that I uh, that I carved from an ancient tree when I was on peyote. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. We we love Danny Trejo most, on this podcast. I think this is the by most. The no, I have. Oh, he was I have, great, but I, I want to no say beef with Danny Trejo. That's my he was great. I, his, I, his scenes were the best. As I love Danny Trejo, I and and I want to see an entire show of just him hanging. I want out to see him rancor. ride a rancor. I had such a hard time getting my head wrapped around the fact that that's not Danny Trejo. That's a character in Star Wars. Yeah. That's not Danny Trejo. That's a character in Star Wars. No, that was that's actually Danny Machete. Trejo just that's just hanging out. And like he wasn't reading a script. He was just he was just having a conversation. And Robert Rodriguez is like, "Cut!" And he's like, "Cut what? What do you mean?" <laughs> oh, sorry, Danny. We were actually shooting a scene. Oh, what show? What would you do if his character's name was just Danny Trejo? He was <laughs> playing himself as a rancor trainer. <laughs> oh my gosh all right Trent, that's actually please. what he does on the side in his spare time in real life anyways so. i wouldn't doubt it he's, he's my last amazing. main my last main thing that that i have on my list here of the of the negatives you guys had already mentioned like the the chase i won't get into that we've we've talked about that enough but like can i say so a positive I'm... about the chase before you get into your last negative go ahead yeah. over I have one positive about the chase. The funny tropes were cool, if that's what you were going to say. <laughs> the the brightly colored speeder bikes, I didn't like. I didn't think it looked right, but I loved the callback to George Lucas using old 1950s style with his spaceships. He's done that yeah. since the original trilogy. Um, you know, ever since, you know, he loved street racing. That's why he made American Graffiti, which if you haven't seen American Graffiti, go check it out. He did that before he did Star Wars. Um but the, the colors in that are very similar to some of the cars that were in, in American Graffiti. So I really loved the callback. I just didn't think it worked. And I could not care less about the cybernetic teenagers. They started introducing cybernetics like that in the comic books. And it's my least favorite thing. I was talking to Trent about this earlier today. I hate it when they bring too much sci-fi into Star Wars. I know it's technically sci-fi, but it's much more of a fantasy set in space. It there There's a fine line of what feels like Star Wars and what doesn't. And cybernetic teenagers riding on brightly colored 1950s style speeder bikes doesn't work for me trent please continue and i'll stop interrupting i'll you. i got joel schumacher directing this thing <laughs> i'll commend the chase for its funny tropes though because i thought that was amusing like how he, they drove through like the fruit baskets and the scaffolding and even like, like the two guys carrying something across the street <laughs> <laughs> like so like every possible cliche in like the book a, i feel like, like they threw in that chase <laughs> Yeah. Which, Fun fact: way, It was original concept art by Ralph McQuarrie. That's awesome. When he drove through that, just fine, just fine, and then he wrecked after. I was like, the oh, driver's God. every five seconds. <laughs> no, my last, my last thing, and Ian already kind of mentioned it a little bit that um, screamed about it that I was gonna that I was gonna mention, and it, it might not be an issue moving forward, but like I, I, I was getting to the point in this episode where every time. We see him in his back to tank. I roll my eyes because <laughs> you know a fucking flashback is coming. And they just got so freaking cumbersome. Like, I so last week's episode ended up selling me on the flashback. When it first cut away, I was like, great. The fucking first half of this episode that was really cool is over with. We're doing flashbacks. And I was kind of bummed, but then it ended up being cool with the train chase and all that. So I ended up kind of winning me over. 
But I thought, okay, well, we're done with it because Boba made a stick. He's got his black robes. He's basically the version we see when we see him in the Mandalorian. There's nothing left really to cover on the flashbacks. Hopefully we're done. And then they cut to the dang pack back to tank again in this episode. And I was like, Jesus, more flashbacks <laughs> or flashback is as I've heard them called affectionately <laughs> by other people. Thankfully, this one wasn't as long. However, in an ironic twist, I feel like that was almost a disservice because like as Ian was getting on earlier, you spend the whole first two episodes building up this tribe of Tuscans that he was working his way into like a family and earning their respect. And then you fucking kill him off in five minutes off screen. And it's just like, that's it. Like it was so quick and just like, Oh, well they're dead now. And that's that story. Like that was just, I felt like there was only four of them when he showed up there. I was like, I thought there were like a whole colony of these things. Why is there only like, well, I've heard theories that maybe some escaped and then they might show up later, which I guess that could happen. But I just feel like, I don't know. It just felt like, like, I'm not surprised that they got killed because obviously based on his present day story, you could kind of see where something was going to happen to where they weren't around. So I'm not surprised that they got killed and he's out for revenge, but like to do it so quickly and suddenly, and then well, they got killed by that fucking biker, else. biker yeah, gang, like those they're nerds. warriors. They were supposed to be Tuscan warriors, big badass warriors. And they got killed by that goofy biker gang. So I thought that was kind of, unnecessary well but. if he wouldn't have been taking a, a year and a fucking half to ride that thing right. out there he probably could have got there like quicker no uh bubble will be back any minute now to save us i know he will. <laughs> he's just slowly he, like he's a still right there he's still on his way to town i see him <laughs> bubba turn around <laughs> just turn around in summary with my thoughts and then you guys can finish and i'll be done but like in summary I do like the show. I know that's, that's <laughs> ironic to say. It's still early, okay? I'm going to give it a little benefit of the doubt. I do think there's going to be some fun payoffs and surprises yet to to come in the final episodes. And, and I'll still tune in just to see who and what shows up. But the story and character development is severely lacking in this show. Like Ian mentioned at the beginning, there's very little character development, if at all. I like Boba. I'm actually okay with them remaking him into what he is now. I'm not one of the people online that's like, oh, Boba's a badass, ruthless killer. This isn't him. I don't care. He he had a rebirth. He died, basically. He came back. It's part of his rebirth. I get it all. Boba it's a Fett cool star- in the Sarlacc pit. It's a, cool, <laughs> it's a cool character arc. I don't have a problem with it. And I like Tamora's portrayal, but I just he's not very well written. At least not in the present day story. His stuff with the Tuscans was kind of interesting. But then, like I just said, that payoff was kind of just quick and over with. But like he's just he's not very threatening or intimidating as Boba Fett should be. Uh, he, he almost comes across as too benevolent sometimes. And he almost comes across as dumb other times. Like we said earlier, he's almost like an idiot that no one respects in this show. And my main thing is like, you know, if you want to make Boba honorable, that's fine. That's cool. Why is he in the business of crime? <laughs> Commit a crime. Why are you wanting to run a crime empire if you want to be so damn honorable to people? I want to run a crime empire. Find but I a don't different. Want to commit any crime. <laughs> find a different line of work. Like I don't know. There's been really cool moments, like Derek said, and the potential is absolutely still there, and it's still really early. He wants all, but oh, it's just ahead. too. It's too all over the place right now for me. That that's it. That was he wants all these people to pay him for protection, but he can't even protect himself. 
well put. That is really well, well said. You know what I mean? Like he wants, yeah. like oh, I want people to respect me, and I want people to pay me and shower me with gifts because I will protect you. But yet, when I go to lay in this again, like this jacuzzi, I can't. <laughs> I like nobody's around to protect me, and then I could just get snatched out by this Wookie. And again, like you said, he could have broke his neck, but he throws him across the room in his fucking Hanes underwear, and he jumps up like <laughs> ah, oh, feral, like he's coming at him, and you're thinking like, all right he's he's aware he's alert this is about to be a fight it wasn't no why is boba fett only poking at him with the end of his gaffy stick he got the gaffy stick with the big (laughs) blunt end and twice he just slowly (laughs) poked him like he was prodding like a pig to move on like "Ah, hey go go that way take that thing and bring that i didn't like the way that he was still in his underwear because uh yeah i didn't like the way he was still in his underwear because i didn't want to see his gaffy stick (laughs) (laughs) See no, little Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and and that brings me back to my original point from like I think episode one. They're trying too hard to make this show like Mandalorian, the tone and everything, and it is not the Mandalorian by far. It well, is my thing. a watered down version. I don't know what the hell John Favreau was thinking when he created this whole thing. I guess I just my personal taste. Like I've always liked Boba, and I think his armor's cool i thought the mandalorian storylines were cool on the clone wars but like what's with all the mandalorian obsessed sh- like bo katan's getting a spinoff show now i don't know if you all saw that but yeah, that was some news that. we didn't talk news like why do we need so many mandalorian shows i just i don't know cool. maybe it's just me it's they the same reason cool, why boba fett's been pop- popular forever i you know i've said many times i don't understand the boba fett hype i never did i can agree that he looked yeah. cool and it was something new. People saw him, you know, right before the holiday special. And then they saw the animated, excuse me, they saw the animated holiday special. And, you know, he looked cool. But I never cared about his character. And this show isn't doing enough. I was excited the first two episodes that I was starting to care about what he was going to do. But they haven't done anything with him yet. Like you said, the character development has been zero. I don't know. I don't anything care about new. this man whatsoever. I, I don't either. I don't know anything new about him. I don't understand. I don't know why he, he wants to be. Daddy. I don't know why he. Yeah, wants they keep to be showing the, the same flashback over and over. Yeah, of staring out the window. Yeah, Django Fett flying away. But I don't know why he wants to be the leader of this criminal organization. I have no idea what his motivations are. I I cannot understand. How we're three episodes into a show, and I don't know what the main character's motivation and is. And nothing has happened. <laughs> three episodes yeah. out of what? Seven, eight, yeah. eight, right? I don't remember. Seven. 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 Okay. So three episodes out of seven. And, and again, like when I first heard of Boba Fett getting this spinoff series, I thought, really? Same thing I said with Hawkeye. I was like, do we really need a whole show dedicated to this? Hawkeye was a breath of fresh air. Hawkeye was a pleasant surprise for me. This is not uh i'm glad that you guys are enjoying it but honestly in my opinion and not to speak for you i think you're enjoying it for nostalgic reasons well no that's i don't think that you're actually enjoying yourselves the way you should be when a show comes out and you and you're riding the hype train my that's a point that's a point that i was actually going to bring up earlier is that i feel like me and i'm sure derek too can enjoy it because we're both big star wars fans but i wonder how much a casual fan would even enjoy this show or even a casual star wars fan i've wondered that too because i know for a fact i think i even mentioned it last week that 
one of the reasons why I'm enjoying this is because of the little Easter eggs that are in there, because I do catch references. Like when they talked about the fact that Tatooine used to be, you know, full of water and, 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 and it dried out. It's like, Oh, I know exactly what story they're talking about. You know, I see these original trilogy aliens. I saw the pikes. I'm excited to see these characters and these designs. And I love the look of it. And I love all the, the, the cameos we're getting. I got really excited about the twins, but they aren't doing anything with the story yet. And that's why after I watched this episode, yeah, I remember thinking, word. I remember thinking that I was like, oh, yeah, that was a fun episode. And then I thought, but, but was it really like what happened? What actually happened in this episode? Had they not dropped those little Easter eggs, I don't think you would have enjoyed I it as have. much. I'm not trying to speak for you, but no, just I know I wouldn't have. If we didn't have you the would scenes, be like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. If we didn't have, you know, a couple more scenes with the pikes, if we didn't have, well, in all honesty, I mean, we've we've aired out our grievances at, at this point, but I, I don't think that I would enjoy the show as much if I was a casual Star Wars fan. Not that there's anything wrong with being a casual Star Wars fan, but there are some people that deep dive. I happen to be one of those people. And well, here's a hot take for you guys and, and feel free to disagree with me. I disagree. Um, with you. I don't I don't think this is something new either. I no, love the Mandalorian as much as the next guy, but the Mandalorian, it's, it's a carbon copy. It plotted along. It, Man- it wasn't like did. nothing happened until the last couple episodes of each season, really. It but here's was like the an thing. adventure and, of the week. And, and it I was kind slow. Of, I kind of, I kind of uh, disagree with you on that. Here's the reason. The reason is there were much more character introductions. The characters was they better. introduced, the characters they introduced were introduced were a lot, <clears throat> a lot more interesting. Than it was done better. I give you that. The, yes. The the villain was really well portrayed. You know why? Because you knew who the fucking villain was. Yeah, yeah, we're three and episodes in. We still don't know. We have no idea what's going on and at this point. Like, I, I am going to go ahead and say this now. If I was not on here speaking with you guys, my buds, each and every week, I probably would have already gave up on this show. Because if you can't hook me on the first episode, then you better do something interesting on the second. And they didn't for me. And then the third episode in of an eight episode series, we're almost halfway through and I couldn't give a shit less. And, and I don't hate the character of Boba Fett. I just don't think he, I was, I'm like Derek. I, I, he's an interesting character, but I wasn't on the Boba Fett hype train because he did, he didn't do anything in, 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 uh, in empire. He didn't do anything in return of the Jedi. He didn't do anything in new hope either, to be fair. Yeah. Get it. Cause he wasn't, he wasn't. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, I was like, God, rough audience. Uh, but, but like, there was, there was the, there was the legend of how great he was. But really, all he did was like in the movie, he just stood there with his gun and just, just looked, looked cool. around. That was it. And then they well, would talk about how great he was. And then, like, there's a whole show dedicated. I'm sorry, Trent, not to interrupt you, but you just reminded me of something. But go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, I'll, I'll speak quick then. So. You get this whole whole show dedicated to this one character that you think they're going to hype up, and they don't. They don't do anything with them. Boba Fett what, hasn't done what, anything in his own show. What what was what other was than kill the, the sand monster? What was the whole appeal of the Mandalorian? It was it was it was your classic Western tale, right? Mm-hmm. It was the lone gunslinger, and then he befriends a few people along the way, and it's the wild wild west. It's a, what it's, is a this? it's a loner that has to Same. protect a child. That's that was it's a classic yes. Western. And, and, and what is this? This is the same thing, only it's a weak version of it. Why are you telling me this? And story? no child. There's already no child. a better version of the story. There's already a much better version of the story. Why are you telling me this? Do something with this or 
don't like well and what's frustrating is that we got sold a crime story yeah we were sold by the trailers that this is going to be the trailers was much different yeah this is going to be a crime lord building an empire and we're three episodes in and it's it's not it's him being a buffoon which yeah that's what ian reminded me of is that so I remind you of a the, buffoon. <laughs> well, the fact that he is kind of a buffoon, and no, we've already talked about how no one respects him or is afraid of him. But like that makes no sense because he's still Boba Fett, isn't he? One of the most feared bounty hunters in the galaxy. Why is no one? Why is he all of a sudden like some fucking buffoon? Like and he walks notice, in and like, people's like, "Ah, oh, Boba's here again." And you notice, like, other than the few followers he has that comes in, just a few of them, nobody else really knows who the hell he is. And if they do, well, okay, I won't say nobody knows who he is, but nobody really acts they don't like care. they care. Yeah, exactly. They don't act like, oh, but, wait, this is, the, this is the guy I've heard of. This is the most feared bounty hunter in all look, of the I'm land. Not, I don't advocate for violence. Everybody that knows me knows that I always root for the good guy. I, I, I've never been like a villain supporter. That Just in general, I'm not Ian Wells. Ian Wells, oh, on the other hand. But I got to say, for Sith the life. love of God, man, Boba Fett, Shoot somebody in the mouth when they're talking down to you. They'll Hit stop. Hit that stick. They'll stop. <laughs> if he'd have shot the mayor's major domo in the face in the first episode, like he should have, oh I would God. have had a lot more respect for this. <laughs> Not an advocator of violence. So anyway, shoot him in the face is what they should have. <laughs> not the knee, not the arm. Not here's not what you want to do. You want to <laughs> shoot him in the fucking face? <laughs> okay, realistically, I'm still fucking. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, yeah. I don't know. Just going up, I, just nibbling. I still, I still throw the words yet and so far around because I still do have hope that this show could turn around. And hopefully, we're sitting here in a week talking about how awesome episode four was because I do yeah, think the potential that. is there, and I do think it it could happen. But it's just, it's not off to a great start. No, so and I keep hoping every week. All right, this is going to be the one where they finally kick into gear and we get to know what the story is. This is going to be the week, and it it hasn't happened yet, and it's disheartening being this far into it. Something incredible would have to happen because it's going to take a lot to pull this out of the water. Yeah, I, I feel like. Sorry, I was going to say you you haven't like like so I I think there's episode one okay episode two really good episode three okay or even below that you're sitting at zero for three so I'm sure you're even more yeah that's like, what I didn't said. like any of them no I haven't liked any of them um I I I didn't I thought I thought episode two was a little bit better than episode one um I thought this week was maybe on par with the same thing like we got a little bit more action but the problem was the action was stupid it was goofy too many goofy <laughs> like things. it was yeah. like, it wasn't good action and and if you're gonna pull me back in me personally um i like a good story i like uh i like i like some 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 good <laughs> well, action any story too. any story yeah, but that's what i'm saying like if there's no story whatsoever you're at least got to pull me in with some of that action and if that's the action i want action not words you know, um, a little less conversation, you, a little more action, a little less talk and a lot more action. That's what I want. <laughs> I so, want action tonight. <laughs> Poison. Sorry. You guys went a different. Yeah. Satisfaction <laughs> tonight. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. All right. CC. Sorry. Well, we're anyway. going to, we're going to wrap this up. I, I really, really genuinely hope people listening to this. I hope that you're loving the show the way that, that we all hope we would. I'm sorry. That it's not, it's not hitting us the way that we're, that we were hoping, 
but you know, we still got time. I'm still hopeful. And even if I don't care for the show, it's not going to kill my love for star Wars. I'm still looking forward to it going forward. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you reach out and let us know. And if you're not following us on social media, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, email us at paperweightent at yahoo.com. And I believe, since we didn't get them last week, Trent, do you have our followers for the week on uh, Twitter? Mm, to shout out? Yes, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> New York's hottest club is boof. <laughs> <laughs> Our followers from the past, however long, Gavin Ray, live from Detroit, the Jeff Dwoskin comedy show, horror guitar, that's horror, Ian, horror guitar, and Mick Manhattan. Thank you all so much for following us again. Like I said, make sure you uh, make sure you check us out on social media. If you're not following us yet, if you are enjoying the show, please rate and review, especially on Apple podcasts. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the show, please subscribe to us. If you're on good pods, look us up there, follow us on good pods. That's a, a, a fun social media site for podcasting. And uh, yeah, let us know, let us know what you're thinking of Boba Fett so far. I'm excited to hear what everybody is, what is, you know, everybody else is thinking about this. Hopefully again, Hopefully you're loving it. I really, and I will envy you if you are. But for this week, for Trent and Ian, I have been Derek, and this has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, and we will see you next time. Yay!